Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Into It. I am Sal. I'm Lyndon. <laughs> and we have a special guest this episode, our friend Dre. Hello, Dre. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. So as you can tell from the title, this is our Grammy Rewind special in light of the Grammys coming up. But before we get into all of that, Dre, do you want to kind of just like introduce yourself to the people, I guess, since we're talking about music? I don't know. What are you listening to nowadays? Oh, okay. That's a great question. So I um, I guess I would love to mention my claim to fame of Spotify Wrapped 2020. Oh, I Lord. listened to <laughs> 1,041 <gasps> new artists. Um, oh, wow. Yes. Okay. So... So I'm just not like other girls. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, I just listen to a lot of different artists. I mean, I live for Dua Lipa. We were just talking about Little Mix. Dua, Dua Peep. Peep. Yes. Yes. Dua we Peep. love Dua Peep Yes, on this you show. cannot go wrong. Um, yeah. And I mean, Dabble in One Direction. Obviously. Uh, Niall Horan <laughs> is my boy. Um, listen. You know, no judgment? Yeah, he did that. <laughs> I thought you were saying like no judgment on, on you like No, that. I meant like the song. And black and white. Like oh. I never really wanted to get married and I listened to black and white and I was like, okay, he made some points. <laughs> made some yes, points. you made some good <laughs> points, sir. I honestly, that his new album is really, really fantastic. Um, it's so good. I, he did a virtual concert back in January, I think. Um, oh, how was Royal- it? I wasn't able to watch it. Yeah. I wanted it, to buy a ticket. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was my time because I'm in London. So it was Royal Albert Hall and it's like this beautiful venue. It was amazing. He did so well. Um, I was so proud of him. And I have videos of me just absolutely screaming at my screen and like getting <laughs> like maybe a little turned on. Um, I, I mean, so why much. wouldn't you? He He's so cute. Can we talk about the glow up that is not, you know, we're getting oh. off track, but Niall is so cute now. Mm, yes. He really yes. Cool. So, he really Absolutely. Had the, yeah. We love One Direction on this podcast. I'm sure you've listened to our One Direction special. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you, how does it feel being like in London right now as yeah. a like grown up One Direction stand? Like are you, <laughs> you know, living I your just, fantasy? Yeah, I sit on those I sit on those red buses and I just think, mm, I'm in the one thing music video. Literally. No, no actually no. <laughs> are I, you I'm, living out YN's dream right now? You are YN. Like that's you. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> it is me. Every time I see it on TikTok, I'm like, that's, that's me. Um, honestly, I am on the hunt. Um, I would love to run into one of them one day here. Mm-hmm, um, and I have a friend. So oh, this is complicated, but my friends, <laughs> my friend's friend's boyfriend saw okay. Niall in a bakery called Gales, which is like a franchise here. Um, okay. Just uh, like a couple, like maybe like a mile away from me. Uh, no so there yeah. is hope fingers crossed I maybe see him sometime soon but but yeah big fans of that and then I'm also really into um sorry back to the music uh into like neo-funk like jazz adjacent okay. kind of music Ooh, yes. I've been trying to get into that so send me some recs I have a whole playlist I got you yeah Perfect. I'm obsessed I I've been making loads of playlists right now but uh, but yeah, Amazing. and Jacob Collier to you know spot the Grammys and all that good stuff. Ooh, Love him. Okay, okay, um, good. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. You all spicy. So <laughs> now that you've gotten to know Dre a little bit more, we are going to get started in this episode. We're going to have a few different categories. So first off, we're going to start with some of the weirdest and most interesting moments at the Grammys over the years. Then mm-hmm. we're going to go into the Grammy snubs, the scammies, 
as we like to call them. And then lastly, we're just going to go through some performances, some good, some bad, some of the ugly, you know. (laughs) And finally, I know we've discussed our Grammy predictions for this year, so we definitely Mm want to get Tree's take on that and um, where you think they're going to be headed this year. So that's kind of just an overview of what is to come. And we'll be back after this. Alrighty, and we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on not all the juicy news, but everything in terms of the Grammys. So first off, we're going to start with the weirdest moments. We have compiled a list here yes, of some different moments. So first off, we're going to start with Madonna at the 2015 Grammy red carpets. She just confuses me as um, an entity to this day. <laughs> to this day. Her ass out. Um, those butt implants, though. What was that? Wait, butt implants? Wait, I'm looking at the picture again. You really <laughs> thought that was natural? No, I'm just, I'm looking, I need to look again. Okay. But like, it's like unreal. Like part of me feels like it's prosthetics like i, mean, I don't understand probably, how that's like <laughs> scientifically I mean, possible 57 at the time is this the grammys that she like fell or is that a different one? <laughs> Ooh, i actually think it might be oh okay because in my mind i think that's why i was confused about butt implants because i was like it's not that big like i don't i don't know i guess i'm used to seeing like more voluptuous butt implants if that makes do me sense. a favor and just search madonna butt implants online right oh, now. yes madonna. you I'm are going to the one picture Oh God! Oh, it does. It oh. looks like she just stuffed her fucking pants with like tissue paper. Oh my God! Oh, wow. It does not look real. Is it the one that's like a selfie into the mirror? <laughs> no, not that one. The one that she's like <laughs> on stage with like the red uh, background. The guy with the guitar. Yes. Oh, oh I see. It looks like Drag Race. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like yeah. that is perfect. That's a perfect explanation for that. But. Yeah, that yeah, was a weird was moment. Um, Madonna's an icon, don't get me wrong, but some of this, like, shock value <laughs> stuff. I feel not. like she was doing it, and this is, I'm, I'm a little monster, so, and by that I mean I'm a Lady Gaga fan. And yes. I think that this was kind of a way to get her back on the, I guess, I don't know, on icon page train? six, if you will. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like she just wanted people to recognize her Just stay her relevant again. and be talking about yeah, her. And yes, God knows for her sure. music mm-hmm. isn't relevant enough. After she did, what's that one with Justin Timberlake? That song? Oh, Four Minutes. Four Minutes. That's a fucking yes. banger, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great song, but like, I could not name after another that. song from other than mm-hmm. the 80s that she did that I was like, mm, yes. So I feel like she was trying to make a statement and make herself known. Exactly, again. and I, yeah. I agree no, with she that. Definitely I think was. it was just her trying to um have a moment but that's that for that moment then we have um in 2014 pharrell's ginormous hat i just remember that being all over twitter (laughs) it was so entertaining now i get why he did it like that's fun that's fun like funny and quirky and i don't know meme worthy but now i'm realizing how many songs pharrell has co-produced on or just fully produced on that he probably was like i have so much money in the bank and i have so many connections i could afford to wear this hat (laughs) exactly (laughs) he was unbothered he was like you know what i'm just gonna fuck around a little bit (laughs) do you think he did it though to just because 
he wanted to make a statement or do you think he was like mm, yes i'm doing something here this is like i feel like he next was like, in mm, fashion yes i i'm doing something you really here. think it was that thought out i don't know i feel like it was spur of the moment i don't think he was thinking i think he just kind of did it but he could afford yeah. to take that risk you know for I sure suppose. yeah Oh God. Alrighty, up next we have, I feel like this is one of the most iconic hmm. looks in Grammy history, but we have Jennifer Lopez's green Versace dress yes. that broke the internet. I mean, it created Google images. Wait, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh so God, many people the next day were looking for pictures of <gasps> Jennifer Lopez's dress that Google mm. was like, I guess we should create an image oh yeah that's exactly what happened to, yeah Wild. she looks so oh good in that dress it's just like she's relived that moment with that she dress will so never awesome. live it down see that's my whole thing she looks so good and it was iconic in that moment but we don't need to see it 20 times over yeah nice i mean so the snl performance where she was whipping off the jacket I mean, and there it was she, again listen if i <laughs> I mean, I'm not of J-Lo's stature, but I feel like if I was ever famous, I'd be like a Tiffany Haddish where I have like two to three dresses that I just wear over and over and over <laughs> again because who really needs a new dress for every event? Okay. So if it was fair. something like that, I think I would give J-Lo a pass or she was like, no, like this is just a dress. But I think like every time she wears it, she wears it for that like statement of that dress. Mm. And I will say for her age of like 50 and great. still being able to pull that she off. She amazing for her age. Absolutely. It's insane the way her body has stayed yeah. like that. I feel like that dress has just become a meme and that's why she still owns it and just wears it all the time. It's not because sure. she's being sensible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't call that a sensible dress that, you know, they say like shorten it and keep <laughs> oh, it together. Oh yeah, just later. like going out for tea or something. You just whip it on. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, oh, yeah, just, just a little something, something. <laughs> yeah. Just want to feel a little breeze on my midriff. Literally. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Listen, I'd be like, it'd be like that sometimes though. It really do. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just, you know, at, at this time in my life during COVID, I am so touch starved. I'll take a fucking gust of wind. Oh, awesome. <laughs> touch starved. <laughs> I love that term and I'm using it for everything now. Oh, absolutely. I use it all the time. No, the next time somebody like gives me a hug in a romantic sense, I'm crying in their arms. I've already like result. Like that's just going to happen. I just need to get over that. Oh my gosh. My flatmate and I both had COVID at the flatmate. same time. Flatmate, you really live in London, huh? All right. You know what? <laughs> yes. I, I have I have developed some isms, but my flatmate and I both got COVID like in the mid beginning of December. Oh, wow. Um, and so we were obviously stuck inside and I had already not touched people because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know anyone here. And um, and she we were cooking Christmas dinner because we were both in for Christmas mm -hmm. and I was making something and she like touched my arm to roll my sleeve up because my hands were dirty. And mm -hmm. I like freaked out. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not into women, but that just did something. Flush <laughs> came over you. <laughs> it's the minors. It's I, yeah. No, it's I get it. Things. It's it yeah, is. It things. is. All right. Well, this <laughs> next moment, I didn't really find it iconic. I just kind of read this online, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I remember they did that. Twenty One Pilots in 2017 um, accepted their Grammys in their underwear they look like they would do something like that i don't remember this, i literally but... was about to say that <laughs> they apparently always like told themselves that they were gonna do that i don't know yeah i love how james corden just followed up and was like yeah i said i was always gonna do this too listen james Corden <laughs> can be annoying but he can be funny yeah i don't love him but like uh, um i would say that's a pretty good move. i was gonna say he's had some moments where i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah and i feel like 21 pilots 
that one album, you just never stopped hearing it. Which ones? I, I didn't it's like it. Out. I did not enjoy that. Just, I'm just yeah. putting that out there. I did not like hearing it every thing. single chance I get that fucking whoa, whoa, whoa. That oh, one yeah. Song. That's, so that's their second like full length album. So I was really into their first album, Vessel, because all of the scene kids okay. were getting into it back in the day. So like car radio oh. is ingrained into my psyche for the rest of my were life. All over the radio. Yes. But like I got into them like. I think not to gatekeep, you know, but like probably a year ahead of like the rest of the population that started getting into them. And then I don't know when the second album came out, I just kind of moved on at that point. So I never really, I never mm. listened to it and I never listened to the radio at that point. Cause I'd started driving. So I would only mm-hmm. listen to what I'd want to listen to because I am the type of person that can listen to one song for four weeks straight before I get tired of it. Yeah. Fair enough. That is fair. But I will say I do like their more recent stuff. It was they just that one stuff. album that was yeah, that blew up, and it was just everywhere. You What's could not their new escape stuff? it. Yeah, I, I could not tell you one song that they've done. I couldn't really tell you, but I just remember hearing <laughs> a new song from them and being like, "Okay, I don't hate this." Fair enough. Wait, let me see. The hell, Christmas. <laughs> you could no. Oh, you're thinking about Blurry Face. Okay, so Trench is their newest album that was made in 2018, and I yeah. not have not heard a single thing from it. Um, what's, let me look them up. 21 Pilots. Oh my God, Vessel came out in 2013. And oh. then their self-titled came out in 2009. Oh my God, Addict with the Pen really hit back in the day. Wow. <laughs> Wait, when yes. did, when did, when did that heathen, like, all my friends are heathens, that song? I think that was. I think maybe like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Shit. I'm getting old. Or no, that's 2016. Oh. <gasps> what? No. What? No, 2016 came out in 2016. Mm. Mm. No. All honestly seeing all of these dates where all of these things were rewinding. I know. I'm getting sick to my stomach. It feels yeah. literally like yesterday. It's ridiculous. I know. All right. So this next moment, this is the most iconic of them all. How can <laughs> we not include this? Lady Gaga arriving to the Grammys in 2011 in and I mean, she looked comfortable. I feel like I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just like lounging in there, like hanging letting out. people carry her, hanging out. Like if I could do like, that, she could I not would. be bothered having to pose for the paparazzi. Like get the yeah, fuck out. Honestly, what a treat! You don't have to, you know, stand there, suck in, and smile or not smile <laughs> yeah. and smile. You know, like the honestly, egg staying in an egg. Yeah, I love yes. a good fetal position now and again, you know? Makes me feel comfy. Makes me feel warm and loved. Again, touch and While we're talking about it, I mean, the performance of Born This Way that was <laughs> iconic. Of that I mean, Grammy? I don't think I saw that performance. I have no words. You've oh never seen it? No, I don't think I have. Because the oh. only, at least, I don't remember it. Because the only award show performance Lady Gaga has ever done that is ingrained into my mind is Can I guess paparazzi the paparazzi the, with the blood. Yes. No, she fucking hangs herself. Yeah. <gasps> and there was blood everywhere, and you just heard the audible gasp from the audience. <laughs> so apparently, blood was supposed to come out from the inner corners of her eyes and down her face, but the no. like thing malfunctioned when she, like, during the performance. Oh. So it was supposed to be even worse. <laughs> oh my God. You know, she really loved the shock value. She really did. Which but, like good but I feel her. like it wasn't something that was cheap. Like anything she's yeah. ever done for shock mm-hmm. value hasn't been like cheap and like forced. Yeah, I it's feel like, like it's the same as thought out. Britney Spears, where like they planned it out, they've rehearsed it mm-hmm. to see, you know, how people would react yeah. and like 
do it Absolutely. in a way that they feel comfortable with, especially with everybody else, because they have tons of background dancers and stuff doing it too. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he's they're pulling like a you know Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson kind of moment. We don't talk about him. Oh, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, it yeah. is okay. That was just a moment we were talking about on this podcast. Yeah, we watched that, Free um, Britney very recently, so yes. You know, so. it's I can't find it in the UK. It's very upsetting. Really, really. I have to buy a VPN in order to watch it. So I'm saving up. Yes. Alrighty, this next one I just saw on TikTok the other day, and it was too shocking to, I, I had to add it. So do me a favor, I, you're not going to remember this, Mm-mm. but Google Alicia Keys at the 46 Grammys in 2003, and let me know your thoughts. Oh, are we talking about her outfit? Yes. Oh, wait. That is horrific. <laughs> what? 2003 no. The jeans? Oh no! And no, then the wrap no. with the just tank top oh. and jeans. Listen, what it is was she... 2003. Yeah, what in the true. and then the the eye glitter, the eyelid glitter. Wait, I wouldn't even call that eyeshadow. What is that? Listen, that's like was... gems. I'm gonna Almost. look up 2003 MTV Awards to see if it gets worse. I mean, I am on Alicia Keys Google Images, and there's just like a lot of different cultural outfits if you will mm-hmm. we have, yes cultural we have appropriation a, was not like, a thing back in the day yeah they really i mean it was it. but like i feel like people were not that yes, they were doing it they were it, not yeah. aware yeah. yes we're not acknowledging it nearly as much as they should have been oh, oh she had a back yes. thing that said think for yourself think for her the number four yourself i see that <laughs> see i love alicia keys though have you guys heard her new album that she came out with Yes, and it's so good. It's I love so Alicia Keys. I love her music. This was just an outfit nightmare. Yeah. yeah, that was a choice that she made. There was a lot of choices to be made to get to that result. But you know what? She I looks think we're going to have to forgive. Yeah, you know, I think we can forgive her for that one. Oh, it absolutely. was 2003. I think she was only 21 in 2003, too. Like, she was young. Yeah. She yeah. was young. Listen, I used to. Tons of people were that, wearing though. jeans and dresses. Let's be honest. That is here. true. Why was that, that is a true. Thing? Why did they you know, that happen? Uh, <laughs> I still thought it was the coolest thing back then. Yeah, I totally obviously. wanted to wear it. Obviously, you did. <laughs> Style icon. I did too. But yeah, that kind of wraps <laughs> up like all of our weird moments. Anyone have anything else that they want to add? Um. Oh, I put it at the bottom of our list, but um, Nicki Minaj came. Oh, dressed. I saw this. What was this? <laughs> what year was this? 2012. 2012. And her date Who was, was the that man, though. Who did she hire? I don't As know. Actually, that's a good question. Is that the like? Oh, there's this photo. <laughs> Just explain to the people. She said, "Should I bring a purse? No, let me bring a pope instead." As her date, <laughs> literally, she's with the bishop. She is a with priest. a fucking. Oh, with the red what, dress. Also, what is she wearing? Listen, at least she came with a theme. Better than most people that go to the Grammys, hey, in all yes. honesty. I think she was a little early for like the, what is it, Holy holy Bodies? What was that Met Gala theme? Yeah, but this is the, oh, oh, she was yes, very yes, yes. This is like five She's years old. early. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> she she, she literally the knew where the trend was oh, yeah. going. Yes. I don't have a cringy moment. However, I will say an outfit moment that I loved was SZA with her mother and grandmother on the red carpet for the Grammys. I think it was in... Oh, send in the group, please. 2020? Oh, my They're gosh. all in white? Oh, wow. I love her dress. Oh, yeah. yes. 
It was just yeah. so cute to see three generations of mm. black women all on the red carpet. And like, yes. I know that for her, she's really, really close with her family. And I saw a, on a lot of black Twitter that a lot of other women like really resonated with the fact that she brought both her grandma and her mom to the mm. Grammys and thought it was super, super cute. That's love lovely. That. I love that. Wow. So yeah, just a cute little heartwarming moment. <laughs> so since we are talking about the Grammys... We have to talk about the scammies. So all of these snubs, there are so many to count. Too many, in all honesty. Yeah, too many. First off, we're just going to start off with Beyonce. Oh, do we want to start here? I mean, I guess these are self-explanatory. Yeah, I think we'll start here with 2015. Yes. When self-titled... The self-titled that broke the internet. I remember when self-titled went live and my friend had a panic attack in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) I remember where I was. I literally remember exactly where I was when it was dropped. No, I don't remember. That's a sin. Really? (laughs) When did it come out? It was, it was like December of 2013. I remember we're waiting for her to drop an album, and there was rumors that it was going to be dropping soon. But this was like the first time any artist has ever fully dropped an album without yes. any warning. Like this was not a thing. People did not expect her to just drop it out of thin air. And I remember Twitter was in a fucking firestorm. <laughs> I remember I was like in bed at like 11:30. We had like school the next day, and I was just. <laughs> caught so off guard have you ever seen wait so me and Lyndon listen to this podcast called the read have you ever watched the video of crystal reacting yes. <laughs> because she was like doing an interview when it dropped she was literally hyperventilating and she's like oh my god oh my god Beyonce dropped an album <laughs> she was literally crying on camera <sighs> What a moment. I have to say, though, I think Self-Titled is my favorite album of hers. Really? I think mine has to be Lion King, The Gift, like her Afrobeats album. Really? Ooh, okay. It's really good. It is good. good. Dre, what about you? Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce has gems. No, but it has gems. It really does. It still makes me so happy. The song, Ego. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. Oh yes. What a tune. Yeah. Diva fucking if I were a boy and I will live that down till the day I die goes fucking hard. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You're absolutely right and you should say it. You should say it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. But anyways, going back to 2015 at the Grammys, we had this moment where Beck's morning phase. I didn't know who Beck was before this. I don't think anyone knew who he was. I was I like I still don't know who, who is they are. This man. I don't. I don't either. Tree, did could, you? Uh no, I couldn't tell you who he is. They are now. I genuinely have no clue. Couldn't tell you one song. Don't know. I just wish the Academy would just say, like, we hate black women and go. Like, just say that. (laughs) I mean, they honestly said it with their chest without saying it. Yeah. On multiple occasions. What a disgrace. (laughs) And they always do this for shock value. I was going to say, once we started this segment, I received... So I, I follow, like, a Mariah Carey Trends Twitter page, as I should. And they, like, highlight, like, the anniversary of every stupid thing ever that she does. And today is the 25th anniversary of when she was snubbed by the Grammys. And we're going to be talking about when Ariana Grande was snubbed last year. But this kind of just showed, like, I feel like from back in the day, the Grammys, I feel like they 
They are a show in and of themselves, mm-hmm. literally, but also like they do it for shock value. I feel like the reason like if they gave it to people who deserved it, people wouldn't be talking about it as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of the time it's either a popularity contest or they're just like they I go for the it. obscure album. Yeah. They're just really saying with their full chest, we are misogynistic, racist people. <laughs> yeah, because how come every black artist gets nominated only for urban albums? And it's That's like, another thing we need to talk about. Mm, are, you, are you sure? Are you positive? <laughs> it's very questionable. I'll say that. Uh, but throwing it back to the 1996 Grammys, Mariah Carey came out with Daydream. She had the longest running number one single of all time, One Sweet Day. Um, and... Fantasy was a number one. Always Be My Baby was a number one. God, She owned the charts that year, had six nominations, walked out with zero. Like how? Do the math. I mean, Jay-Z walked in with nine nominations, like the most nominations for a single artist ever in what, like 2018, 2019, Mm -hmm. and walked out with not a single one? Not a single one. How? How does that happen? Just say you hate them and go. Just say you nominated them because you felt obligated to. But circling back to Beyonce at the 2015 Grammys, we have this moment where Kanye West tried to rush to the stage again and made a whole scene. And I wanted to throw in this moment going to 2015, the next year, where Taylor Swift kind of clapped back at Kanye because she won Album of the Year that year for 1989. And she pretty much just like addressed the beef and was like to all the girls out there, you know, who are looking up to me, like, don't let anyone, you know, um, don't fall into anyone's shadow and let anyone put you down, whatever. And I have to give Taylor Swift credit in that. I am with T Swift Mm, as bold of a statement as that may be. Kanye was wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like he was definitely wrong to do it on stage when Taylor was on stage accepting the award. Like if it was something like what happened with Adele and Beyonce and Adele won the award, it was like, this should not be my award. (laughs) Yeah. And mind you, Adele wasn't like 18 years old at the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, Taylor. So she looks like a baby in like the pictures that we see now. I think it's, I completely, I agree with exactly what she's saying, saying, to young girls about don't let anybody you know try to take your crown or whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time she didn't deserve that award that year but it wasn't Kanye's place to say that right then and there absolutely because even Beyonce was uncomfortable when that happened like when the camera yeah. came to her she was like Ugh. but I will say you belong with me was pretty iconic that year mind you we're talking about the VMAs yeah but you belong with me kind of no, it's shook not. the world up. I will give Taylor Swift a solid four songs that she caught me. Yeah, on. absolutely. <laughs> I must say I am a uh, born again, not born again. Cause I never was born as a Taylor Swift fan, yeah. but recently I've addressed my internalized misogyny of hating Taylor Swift that mm. I've had my whole entire life. And honestly, mm. her music kind of bumps like it's I, pretty good. It, I, I ignore, I mean, I'm not a huge country fan, so like her early stuff is not my favorite, but I can appreciate her. She is a great songwriter. I, in my opinion. And yes. I mean, I don't know next to Beyonce, if she deserved to win the award, I honestly can't remember what all the nominations were, but yeah. it's just, I think she deserves the award just as much as anyone else. She's a good artist, 
But for sure. And nineteen eighty nine was a good album. No, nineteen eighty nine yeah. caught me slipping a couple of times. I'm blank not even space. gonna front. Like yo, blank space. I she really did. Got, she was slipping on that one. I know for me, like my issues with Taylor Swift aren't about you know her dating people because I don't care about that. Date whoever you mm, want. Yeah. Of anything, I actually. I'm looking a little sideways at some of the people that she has dated because some of the time she was like 20 and they were like in their 30s, you know? So I, yeah. I give the side eye to the boyfriends versus her mm-hmm. um, most of the time. But my problem with her was that like there were a lot of white supremacists that were like, she's like our number one. Like she's the artist for uh, us. And then a lot of people never spoke out about it until you know, never spoke out about it. There were people that used her song for like their wedding videos and her team was sending out like cease and desist letters. But I'm like, you have already have so much money and like your music is so big. Like, why do you care that much? But obviously I, it could have been more her team than her, like as a person mm-hmm. yeah. actively doing that. And then when her documentary came out recently and she was arguing with her dad in that one clip about like wanting to be on the right side of history and speak out, some people were finding it like super brave that she was saying that to her family. But I was sitting there and I'm like, I don't find this cute. Like as a black person, I don't have the luxury to sit there and argue about whether or not to speak out about people's civil rights because this directly affects Mm -hmm. me. So I'm not I'm not finding this cute. That's fair. But I mean, but those are my issues with Taylor Swift. But like the things that people usually go after her for, like you said, with internalized misogyny, like that's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor Swift for those reasons. And Blank Space did catch me slipping. Style (laughs) did catch. I was fumbling with style. I was. I mean, style as a director, I was like. She really just said, mm-hmm, I dated Harry Styles. Mm-hmm, we broke up. You know mm-hmm, what? I wrote a song about <laughs> and I don't blame her. I do not blame her. No. I was just confused because the timeline of them dating, didn't they date back in like 2013? But then 1989 came out like years later. That's what I was always confused about was the timeline. Yeah, I'm I'm still taking it all in with the whole, you know, I'm on, you know, One Direction TikTok or whatever. Obviously. So I'm, I'm, I'm still taking <laughs> whatever. it in. And, and I'm on, <laughs> of course. Um, and I'm also kind of on taylor talk if you will mm-hmm. and taylor uh, talk okay yeah, I like or that. the swifty talk Swift i'm talk? on swifty talk because tiktok know. knows i'm gay so they're like you would like taylor swift right and i'm like no <laughs> please stop doing this I'm begging no, you. no 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 you're on the wrong side of the spectrum i am yes. i am i'm trying to get off it hasn't been as bad lately but when i first got on it was like taylor swift after taylor swift and i'm like i don't want this this is not for me that is fair. yes but going back i think the major Beyonce snub was in 2017 when Formation lost to 25 for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year. Now, here's my thing. Both albums are incredible albums. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Am I mad that Adele won it over Beyonce? Not as much as if it was somebody else other than Adele. Because, like I said, both albums are amazing albums. But everyone knew that Formation deserved to win. It was clear as day. And the Academy had to have also known that. So I just don't understand why they did that. Absolutely. And I think both were monumental albums. I mean, Adele did have numbers behind her. Like, it wasn't some... Yeah, it wasn't like Beck, for instance. For, like, the most amount of, like, buying downloads in a 24-hour yes. period. Yes, it did. And that was another album drop. Remember that? Oh, my God. I remember like the crying commercial. in the parking lot of my fucking school. Stop. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. But I will say, can we just, like, 
pass the plate around? Like, why did she have to beat her in every single category? Why couldn't they give Beyonce one? Again, going back to the shock value that you know they do on purpose just to get people talking. Absolutely. But I was like, can't we? They love to do all of that where they just, you know, instead of sharing the wealth, if you will, they you know, make it for one person and then no one else gets Grammys. The same yeah. thing happens with like most award shows, I feel like. It just one group sweeps. Except without- the Oscars does something different where, where like one movie will get everything except Best Picture, but then the movie that gets mm. Best Picture should have also got it, gotten a lot of awards in other categories as well. Okay. Like yes, Moonlight, other than Best Picture that year, only got an award, I think, for like, costumes or something which didn't make oh. sense because the score was impeccable the cinnamon cinnamon the cinematography was impeccable <laughs> the directing was impeccable the writing was impeccable like it just didn't make sense why they only won for best picture and mm-hmm. not it's anything just r- ridiculously political isn't it yeah award yeah. shows in general unless it's like people's choice or whatever but and even adele <laughs> admitted it and i love that moment where adele was like yeah i don't deserve this. Like this yeah. should be Beyonce up here right now. And I think that was yeah. the moment that they were like, "Oh, we can't keep doing this." Yeah. Because now, if the white people are talking, <laughs> oh god, oh. Jesus. Yeah. There was also another moment I just wanted to talk about that year with Beyonce. Um, my favorite moment is when she won for Best Urban Contemporary Album, and Which... in. Yes. Okay. This is another thing. Why do we all the black artists have to be nominated in or win in the urban or uh, what else do they like to use or R and B? Yeah. Yeah. I just also don't understand how come it would make more sense if maybe in each category for different types of best album, like you know R and B, urban pop, whatever, that the ones that win for those categories are the winner for album of the year. Like they all compete with each other for album of the year versus just like a weird smattering of albums. For album exactly. Of the year, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But I love this moment where they're about to announce the winner and Brianna was nominated that year. <laughs> And she is like, you see her in the camera as they're about to read the name. She's talking to her one friend, like asking her for lipstick. And then they announce the name and she's just putting on the lipstick. Totally unbothered. Like, bitch, I was not expecting to win. Give it to fucking Beyonce. Like, who are we kidding? Like, I love the stance that Rihanna has had with award shows in recent years where she's literally like, okay. Well, she's been another one that's been robbed, too. Oh, absolutely. She knows. And the one thing I love about Rihanna is just how secure she is with herself to be like, yes. I know yes. what I'm about. Like, I know what I just made. I don't need anybody and to. Now she has Fenty. Me. She's ranking in millions. She doesn't need this, like, skimpy ass Grammy. Like, what the hell is that going to do? Yeah, apparently she's like, she's either created or is like the head donor of a major, I think, women's hospital in. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Oh, right. Where is she from? Barbados? That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, she like gives back to Barbados. Barbados loves Rihanna. Oh. And then also just wanted to talk about Blue Ivy and her Skittles oh, yeah. that year. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, just, fucking Blue Ivy, man. Is, is, is this the same year that she just like told Jay Z and Beyonce to like calm down? To She's be like, quiet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's so she could not be bothered she said yeah okay my mom just won best urban contemporary artist i don't give a fuck give me my fucking skittles i want give me a high c while you're at it (laughs) (laughs) you know she drinks it too 
High C oh, is like yes, crack yes. for children. Oh my god. <clears throat> that oh my was god. drink of the gods. <laughs> Uh, the next snob I kind of wanted to talk about was in 2018, Bruno Mars, 24K mm-hmm. Magic, mm-hmm. won over Despacito. Can, and okay, a lot of people, I want to talk about it. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Yeah. No, but a lot of people <laughs> in the Latin community were coming after them saying that, you know, rarely has Latin music even been nominated in those big nominations for record of the year. And they had this opportunity to bring them to the forefront and they just threw it to the wayside. It was like, okay, be glad you're nominated. And that's it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Despacito, Mm -hmm. mind you, it tied one sweet day. So Mariah Carey's song, one sweet day that we were talking about earlier. uh, I believe it charted at 16 weeks. It tied. It was the first song to tie one sweet day for 16 weeks. That was beat by, Old Town Road, which I think is at 18 weeks. That's but actually at the time it was the first song to tie the longest running number one. So it was technically record of the year in terms of the charts. Wow. My thing is like to break into the because people don't understand how gate kept, I guess it it might be the word like the American music market is it's not as bad now as it was when Despacito was big and I think Despacito at least was like the one to kind of kickstart this trend but Mm -hmm. for Despacito to even be known in the U.S. it had to be like the number one song in the rest of the world right for sure so the fact that not only was it popular everywhere else but especially too now also within the U.S. it doesn't make sense why they didn't get the Grammy not saying that Bruno Mars's album was bad in any way, shape, or form because that. Yes, album that's very fair. Because I enjoyed that album after banger. That was a great album. Yes. I was about to say, I Twenty Four Karat Magic is still on repeat. I do love that album. It's so good, but that's the thing. Like Twenty Four Karat Magic, great album, but when it comes to a specific record, it shouldn't have won over no. Despacito because mm-hmm. Despacito was, like you said, literally the biggest song in the world. Definitely. I want, I want to ask: Is was just like Luis Fonsi's and Daddy Yankee's version nominated, or was it the one with Justin Bieber? I'm just curious because I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Justin Bieber one. So it was more, you know, app, uh, what's the word? Like, I palatable. don't listen to the mm-hmm. Justin Bieber version. I just prefer the original one over just, that's Same. Just, listen to Justin yeah. Bieber. So it's like, whatever. Um, I think it's still my mom's ringtone for my abuela. That's like, I, love that. yeah. I kind of love that. That is amazing. When I learned the lyrics, I was like, oh, I've been singing this all along. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's kind of really saucy. It's very it saucy. Is. Yeah. I just want to breathe on your neck. That's what he's saying. He's like, <laughs> slowly. I want to breathe on your neck. Um, but I think it was um, Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee's version mm. that was nominated. Okay. I think it was That's before good. Justin Bieber hopped on the track. But um, people dropped on the track pretty early too, no? Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I also thought it was funny, and I wanted to mention because I was watching videos on YouTube to prepare, Mm -hmm. and everyone in the comments was freaking out. (laughs) All the Lord stands were like, "Okay, what about melodrama?" And Mm -hmm. that's the thing. I understand where the Lord stands are coming from because I also had the same thought for a half a second, but then I was like, "But Despacito is so popular." It's yes, so it, like Lord's like, album was a lot more obscure. Yes, but um, God, that album, that out al- melodrama, can we? That al- that album still feeds me. I still have it on every single playlist to this day. It is so good. Like you are the main character when you listen to oh it. My God, hard feelings to loveless. Yeah, no, she got me <sighs> with that one. 
live I've never listened to it. I've never listened to it in my life. Well, you oh. have to wait until you're sad. Have you ever experienced a breakup? Have I? Yes. I've always broken up with someone. See, that's the thing. I've never <laughs> had a relationship to be broken up with or to break up with someone. And that album makes me feel like somebody just dumped me. And I'm going oh. through all of the feelings through Lord. <laughs> Next time I want to cry, maybe I'll just hit it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Please do. Okay. I'll let you guys all right, know. Moving forward, <laughs> we have 2020. Yes. Miss Ariana Grande being nominated for five different categories and walking out with zero Grammys. Mind you, uh, Thank You Next went to number one. Seven Rings went to number one. She was owning the charts that year. What in God's name is going on? I mean, that was, I feel like, in her career, and I followed her career since the beginning. The peak. I think... That album, Thank You Next, put her on the map. Like she was in that moment the biggest pop star out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that the Grammys are just jealous that she didn't do her God is a woman performance where she like fingers the hmm. earth at their <laughs> award show. Yeah. I think they were just mad. I will say though, I loved her performance though. It was a good that night. Yeah. It was good. When and then she like close the engagement ring to kind of end the era because it was at the end of the tour and everything it was cute it's just stupid like why did they do that well they gave it to Billie eilish that year and Billie eilish even admitted she was like i don't fucking deserve this yeah i mean Billie eilish was i feel like it like we were saying with you know despacito it's like just a popularity contest isn't it and i Mm. feel like that's Billie eilish was the new well no, no i guess not in 2020 but like I, just as Ariana Grande, she had been around for longer than Billie Eilish. I feel like they wanted to do something big and bad, like you were saying. Yeah. So. And I think Billie Eilish was new on the scene. She recently blew up yeah. with that album. So, so maybe yeah. in their minds it made sense to give it to Billie Eilish because she had recently blown up, whereas Ariana Grande had like been the it girl for a while now, maybe. Yeah, like it, it put her on the map for sure, but like so did Into You and so did like sweetener the whole album for sure yeah. likes that a lot but also, and also why give her five nominations and not a single one at least give yeah. her some that's just a slap in the face yeah that's stupid that, like i don't want understand why they do that then don't nominate me then i'm not coming yeah <laughs> who's someone that just doesn't go ed sheeran ed sheeran like has stopped about going it. to the grammys because he because like, he? he's won so many and gets nominated every time yeah, he drops he the track wins i was gonna say I heard I heard Fucking something really bad about Ed Sheeran recently. Not like bad, bad. Oh. Just that he said that no. he instead want instead of just writing music that he like enjoys writing, he's just going to write to make millions because he knows how to do that. I mean, that kind of. I kind of respect it. I'm <gasps> sorry, but it's like accepts, get your bag. Yeah, as long as he accepts that that's what he's doing. Like, I get it. I suppose it just made me sad because I feel like he like watching him do live recordings of his music he's so passionate yeah and then mm-hmm. i'm not like a huge ed sheeran stand by any means but it's just mm-hmm. like kind of depressing when someone's just taking absolutely and i will say i liked a lot of his earlier work because i was more yeah, than i do now a lot of people have gotten into him like during his ex album era because of some of the songs after plus but like i was into him 
not during the Loose Change EP, but like when Plus was his only like big album out. And yes. Plus wasn't even that popular. So I really liked Plus because it seemed very authentic and raw. Like there wasn't that much mastering in comparison with the other albums. And then when he blew up, you could tell over time that like he clearly had the money to do a bit more like in the recordings and stuff. Whereas before Plus, he really only had like his guitar and a microphone. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't have that much production behind him. For sure. So I get it. And you could tell that some of his songs, he was kind of just creating more. So poppy. Yeah. But people like cling on. I don't know what it is about the white people. Like they cling (laughs) on to that side of Ed Sheeran. So maybe they're like, oh, it's finger licking good. Just like my kids. But I also know that he said before that, like whenever he settles down and has kids, like he wants to like be home and be with his kids. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's now taking that initiative because this is isn't he having his first child soon or isn't it already out? I think I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> it's out. It's out. <laughs> it is out of the uterus. It is. Out <laughs> of the uterus. Like, honestly, if I was a therapist, <laughs> is it out? Yeah, the walked out, walked out that uterus, you know, but like, walked. if he's already start like settling down and having kids, he already has these albums behind him that he's put his heart and soul into. If yeah. I was an artist, and he's still I'm making sure money off those streams because yeah, you know that they're out, getting like streams. random pop songs every oh, once yeah. in a while to feed my kids and keep it yeah. so I can stay home. I, you know yeah. what, Sharon? I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, you know what? Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. No, but I get it from a fan viewpoint where it's like, yeah. I liked your music for how raw and real it was. And to hear that you're just like making simplified, over-manufactured bullcrap just to like make a quick coin. As a fan, it's disappointing. He has a new, I'm pretty sure he has some sort of new song out because he was on oh. TikTok as well. And he was playing the song. Maybe he was like, duet with me. And people were just like playing loud ass instruments over it. So you couldn't even <laughs> yes, hear him I've singing. <laughs> Cracked me oh, up. Just taking the piss out of it. Yeah. His anyway. new song, Afterglow. Because I know his oh, yeah, yeah, album yeah. collaboration projects is just him and every single artist known to man on each song. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Cool. Alrighty. Well, that kind of concludes our Grammy snubs. Any last things you want to oh, add? Well, Anything I, missed? I would like to mention that One Direction never won a Grammy. Oh. Um, they never ex- were nominated. Were they ever nominated? I don't think One Direction I was think ever they nominated. were nominated. Wait. I mean, were let's they? be honest with our. Wait, hold on. Let me look. Let's be honest with ourselves. It's not like Up All Night. Like, the first couple albums weren't anything <gasps> glorious. They never received a Grammy Awards nomination. That's one. disgusting. Not even for no people <laughs> and Zane. Disgusting. Sorry, let me get on my soapbox real quick. Go this ahead. is what I need. Do it, Queen. By internalized misogyny through and through the Grammys. I'm sorry, but their music is good. Like yeah. their last few albums are good. Walking in the wind should have been. I get here. really angry when people say that One Direction's music isn't good because if you play, like if I played like Fool's Gold or like I don't know yes. Temporary Fix for people, yes. they. They would. They're like, oh, this is a good tune, and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking One Direction. No, it is good. I will say they do have their like candy pop moments, but when in preparation for our One Direction episode, I went and I went into their discography a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. more, and I will say a lot of their stuff is very good. Walking in the Wind, Fool's Gold. Olivia, uh, Olivia, there, yes, there are some good ones. What a feeling! Yes. What a feeling! Can we talk? What a feeling! Yes, <laughs> guys, I'm freaking out right now. Um, I also want to mention that all of the ones that you, almost all of the ones you mentioned, Sal, um, are 
partly written by um, Mr. Niall Horan. Yes. Um, my king. Your boy. No, Niall was a good yes. songwriter for One Direction. He's a great songwriter. Um, I mean, Louis obviously did so much, but yeah, yeah it's did. really upsetting to me that they never won Grammys. And I really do think it's partially because of that. They're like, oh, it's a girl, you know, girl mm-hmm. sensation band. Like, you know, how I feel like people are going to be talking about One Direction, how they talk about the Beatles. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see like the history of boy bands and how they've how their nominations have played mm. out over the years in terms of the Grammys, because I feel like anytime the Grammy sees like a girl or boy group, they're out of the picture. Like, yeah. I feel like when you think of a boy group, you don't necessarily think, Oh, they're writing their own music. They're, you know, an artist, if you will. It's kind of like, Oh, you're thrown into this position. You're just supposed to stand there, look pretty and sing. Exactly. And we'll give you this, you know, candy pop song and, have a bunch of tween girls going berserko. You know, it's not like there's a lot of depth behind it. Yeah. At least that's what they perceive it as. And I saw a TikTok that was about how a lot of guys or males or whatever are now realizing how good One Direction Mm -hmm. is. But like One Direction was always good. It was just the fact that their fan base was predominantly teenage girls that people automatically like pass it off as not being that good because their fan base is just Mm -hmm. young. Like, why does society hate teenage girls? I'm really trying to figure it out. This internalized misogyny, baby. They're like, oh, teenage girls like it? Can't like it, too. Can't like There's it, There's this one guy right now who keeps popping up on my For You page, and he's been listening to all of the... He bought a Made in the AM vinyl, and then he's like, oh, my gosh, I have never listened to Heartbreak Weather, which is Niall's newest album. Yeah. And then he was like, this is literally my favorite album of 2020. It should have been on my 2020 Spotify wrapped. Yeah. And I am living <laughs> for it. Yeah, there's this one guy that, like, will just listen to, like, one One Direction song at a time and will just dance in his room in the dark to it and put it on TikTok. Yes. And people are like, I think I've seen him, yeah. It's so funny. But, like, their Amazing. songs have always been good. Their vocals on a lot of the songs, especially Zayn, God, his one harry's bridge and walking in the wind zane's mm-hmm. verse in no control jesus christ like their vocals were good during one direction's era and now people yeah. are realizing it i think it's just mm-hmm. they just put it off to the side but they should have no control definitely should have been nominated i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, no control is like one of their best songs also, look, story of story of my life a lot of people liked that song and dragged me down they're all singles they could have been nominated for whatever record of the year that's true that's a best song that ever should have been true. nominated for like song of the year that song took best over song ever. <laughs> <laughs> to this day that's one of my favorite one direction songs i will uh, never forget niall dressed as an old fat man i'm sorry i can't, oh I can't <laughs> see it marcel the way that marcel literally created a whole new subsection of fan fictions wow Stop. <laughs> leroy is just an icon. Leroy's wig. Was and so I'm quick, so quick in five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty, anyway. moving forward. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. We love it. We are going to be diving into our best performances, yes. favorite moments, some of our not so favorite moments. Starting off, we have Christina Aguilera in 2007 singing "This Is a Man's World" tribute to James Brown. I love that performance. I saw your little timestamp, Dre, and... Did you take a look? <laughs> yes, I did. She was trying to go for the whistle note. It's not easy to sing live. Especially live, but the, yeah. Yes. Don't, don't do but a the rest tone. of it... Come on. What did you say? I said, don't do a whistle tone if you're going to sing live and it's going to be difficult for you. I'm sorry. I'm not a Christina fan that much. I mean, really? I... 
Yeah, I know that's a hot take. I thought this was an amazing performance of hers, though. I really did. Um, it was literally just that timestamp at 2.04. I said, yes. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was questionable. Yeah, but otherwise, it was fantastic, I think. Yeah. No, it was really, really good. And usually I don't like white people covering typically black mm-hmm. songs, but Christina's voice is like... No, Christina, her voice. I don't know. Maybe I just don't pay attention to her. At least to me, she doesn't seem that problematic. That I'm like, she seems like she's just singing a song and doing a damn good job at it. So you know what? I have Not seen bad. some stuff come up on Twitter of her in like the early 2000s that has been extremely questionable. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's kind of a product of the times. I, was I feel like that. I know they were trying yeah. to market her kind of like what a lot of white people do is like with black features and black mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But like it's marketable because they're not black. If that yeah. makes sense. Yes. Yeah, totally. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But I will say overall, this performance was iconic. She yeah. had the signature red lip. Didn't need anything else. Just that white blonde hair. And she fucking sang her ass off. Yeah. Oh, my should. God. I forgot to mention her outfit was mm, chef's yes. It was so good. I loved it. She looked too. fantastic and sounded amazing. Other than the whistle. Yes. <laughs> the next performance, we have fucking Pink just in midair, I'm fucking swirling right around now. in How 2010. Did she not die? The way I would have felt. doing her shit. Okay. okay, I must say, okay, so I'm, maybe I'm just taking the piss out of all of these performances or just trying to find something, <laughs> but I loved that she was like drenched in water. Yes, yes. You know, flying in the Making air. Making D Town proud. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but I must say, like, she had some velocity going there. Like she was fully swinging around. Uh, she but was. I would have been like, she, after two seconds, you would have seen vomit coming out. Like, no, but I think she does onto the audience. Like, I think but with the water, you don't don't you think she was kind of giving like a sprinkler sort of action? Like some people definitely got wet. Oh, oh for sure. A little rain on the Grammys for the performance. Rain on me. Come on, tsunami. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that was iconic, though. The fucking water, her flinging in the air. I remember one time a couple years back, I had a friend who she won tickets to like a pink concert. Okay. And I feel like this is everybody like, I don't know. I don't really listen to pink. I know her hits. I feel like her new stuff is just like, again, going back to the Ed Sheeran thing. It's kind of she makes these like very subpar songs just to make money i don't know if that's her intention but a lot of her stuff has been very just like basic ass pop oh my gosh she came up with an album in 2019 oh yeah she's like always coming out with stuff i do like her older stuff but anyways going back to what i was saying her my friend won tickets to her concert Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah i don't know i think i might sell them i'm like i don't know like it's free tickets it's an experience like just go she went and she said it was the greatest thing she'd ever seen i mean you know pink was up in the air doing the aerial bullshit like it was unreal like she does it is an amazing performer i feel like i would like to go to a pink concert actually yeah Mm -hmm. she's she's quite a talented lady you can't yes. deny her that. I have and even to say. as a person, like in all the interviews, mm-hmm. she's so badass and just yeah, she's an amazing. so real. Yeah, I completely agree. It's just that's what suburbs of Philadelphia do to you. What can we say? So. True. The next performance, it's a little bit more sad. We have 2012 Jennifer Hudson's tribute to Whitney Houston with I Will Always Love You. This was very last minute, the night before Whitney passed away. Yeah. And I don't know. I remember this moment myself vividly. I don't know if anyone else does. I do. I actually wasn't able to yeah. rewatch it because I knew it was going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I remember it, but I mean, I rewatched it and I did cry. I'm not going to lie. 
it was so sad. And I just remember that entire Grammy ceremony. It just it, all around. It was just there was a huge cloud over it. What is just I don't know. Yeah. Yes, but it was beautiful in and of itself. Like Jennifer Hudson did an, an amazing job. I feel like anytime anyone ever has a tribute that needs to be done, mm-hmm. call Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Call Jennifer Hudson. She, call Fantasia. Don't be calling all these random yes. people. Call them. Thank you. Especially if it's a black person that you're trying to celebrate. Please. Yes. Oh, please. That's hinting at something that we're going to be getting so towards. So many things, you. I feel like. Yes. <laughs> I must say, um, this will come up later as well, I suppose, but I am on, like, re-on the Jennifer Hudson train. I just re- recently watched Dreamgirls for the first time, which is wow. shocking. What? I know. But... Obviously, I know who Jennifer Hudson is before yes, that. Yes. And obviously, like, we love the Deliver Challenge, if you remember that. <laughs> yes. Deliver! Deliver! <laughs> Sing it. Yes. yes. Um, but she's so freaking talented. She's it so really talented. Her talent hurts. Oh. Like, the amount yes. of talent. And she's just so kind and down mm-hmm. to earth. And she's been through mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love she's- Especially with her family. But I will say, Dreamgirls is iconic. That movie's fucking amazing. Mm. Beyonce, fucking Jennifer Hudson. I can't say Beyonce's <laughs> acting like, was questionable, but... That's what I love about Dreamgirls, <laughs> is, like, that was supposed to be, like, Beyonce's movie. And Jennifer, and Jennifer took the stage. took yes. off. Because originally it was supposed to be, like, the movie to put Beyonce more so on the map, I guess, acting-wise and stuff, and just to further her oh. career even more. And at the time, Jennifer Hudson was just on American Idol. She didn't She was win, very new, you know? yeah. She wasn't yeah. nearly, like at the recognition that she is now but it was that dream girls that skyrocketed her skyrocketed she her she genuinely snatched so. that crown from Brian Beyonce she said <laughs> sorry absolutely no absolutely yes. she did I love her I remember me album the one after that with Iggy Azalea was fucking garbage and trash I wish she just worked on her own music more yeah. I feel like she doesn't really have a discography that's I don't know yeah her discography sus- itself isn't that sustainable yeah yeah. Exactly. That's, to, that's like, her the fact that she can make a name for herself literally just by being Jennifer Hudson and not actually having this any like true. specific songs other than, you know, the movies that she's been in yeah. or what or you know, she was in the color purple as well, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So like she's she's just like, yeah, I'm just fantastic. And like, I think she's in a lot of Broadway too. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I think definitely helped because her Jesus, she's like every time I think of her talent, like I just get a little lightheaded. Like I have to take a step back. <laughs> it's too much to take. Look yes, it. It really is. but going forward, we have 2016 Lady Gaga's tribute to David Bowie. I have no words. She does nothing wrong. Everything she does Absolutely. is just brilliant. She she's like Cher in a way. Like she's mm-hmm. so timeless and just mm-hmm. like yes. anything she does, you can't argue. I mean, because she puts the effort into it. She puts the time to understand. Yeah. Everything she's about to do. See, I personally never listened to David Bowie growing up. So when he died, I was just kind of like, okay. But I recognized mm-hmm. that was a big moment for a lot of people. So yeah. for this tribute, I don't know. I didn't feel anything just because I didn't know David Bowie. But mm-hmm. I was like, this is a great tribute. Like, Gaga's doing a great job. Yeah. With whatever she's doing. So just with the dance moves yeah. and the inflections in her voice, everything was just so spot on. And you could tell she really studied him and prepared. Like, that's how you do a fucking tribute. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that she's just a very dedicated performer in all senses of the Yes. Day. So yes. she's, she's another one. Get her, for white people, get her. 
yeah. <laughs> what did you say, Lyndon? You were like, out of all the white people, <laughs> I'll keep her. No, this is, yeah, no, Gaga gets a pass. Gaga, Adele, I don't know if I'll keep Adele nearly as much after the Bantu knots. Yeah. But Gaga, yes, we're yes, keeping. Yes, yes. We're Gaga, she, she's a safe one. She's a safe yes. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up next, we were talking about Beyonce in 2017 at the Grammys. We have to talk about her killer ass performance the, with Rumi and Sir in the fucking womb. Oh my god, when the chair started going down, I was like, Y'all better <laughs> drop Beyonce, I swear to God. Like, I, I know. Like, heart pop. <laughs> the fucking outfit that was oh, holier wow. than thou. And then the yes. movements of all the dancers around her leading onto her, like she was the Virgin Mary. Oh my god. Oh my she, god. Yeah, I have no words. It was just amazing. And I, I'm not like. A, a big listener of like Beyonce's discography or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I, and I didn't know these songs to be completely honest with you, but I, what, wow, yeah, 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 that's all I have yeah. to say. <laughs> and also, the songs that she performed personally weren't my favorite by far on that specific lemonade. I album. will say, yeah, it was interesting to see that those were the songs off the album that she decided to perform, exactly, like not necessarily Formation or I was wildly um, pregnant, so that might be why that, that's that is true. true. Because, I mean, <laughs> that the beats aren't that heavy, but the way yeah. that she was able because already, like, especially Sandcastles, like that is such an emotional song. Every time mm-hmm. I listen to the recorded version of it, like, I cannot look at a man because I feel so hurt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like to just encapsulate an audience like that by just fucking sitting there and singing just that just that. goes to show the power of fucking beyonce and like yes. how, knowing how much she cares about every performance that she does after her um beachella or Baychella documentary oh, yeah. homecoming on netflix mm-hmm. the work that yeah. she had to put in for that performance to make sure can i be safe with my children in my womb and what can we do to still give it that wow factor and doing the chair Whew. insane she's so dedication beautiful. another one dedication the insane it's just amazing it's beautiful it's absolutely gorgeous that's it. what i love in a, an artist like i no matter if i really like absolutely adore your music and can sing along to every word i think that i respect any artist that puts that much work and i don't know yeah like that effort into it because even yeah. so like you were saying especially with the ed sheeran thing i was talking with my friend about this how she didn't like that a lot of artists now like can't I guess aren't vocalists nearly as much Mm -hmm. as it was necessary to before but they're still getting very popular but at the same time I feel like a lot of people are transitioning where like if you're a great singer off the bat cool but I feel like now like what you're singing about matters a bit more than like how it sounds yeah but I mean it can also go from person to person like if you want to like more vocalized person obviously go for it but I feel like if you're because especially like Lord, like Lord isn't our typical vocalist that we usually see like on the radio and stuff like that. She's an alto yes. too. You know what? She has her own style. <laughs> yes. But her music just touches a place that's so specific. Yeah. yeah For sure. Absolutely. And you can tell that she really worked hard and she was really being vulnerable, like with the music mm-hmm. that she's creating that like it hits different. And I completely understand why she's blown up. Absolutely. I agree. Alrighty, so in the theme of tributes, we have a little <laughs> segment of Aretha Franklin tributes. First and foremost, we're going to start off with the one in 2011 that has, I feel like, recently resurfaced to Twitter and has become a meme just recently. Mm-hmm. We had the incomparable Miss Yolanda Adams, mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera, Jennifer yes. Hudson, Martina yes. McBride, and 
Florence Welch. Why? Uh, here's the thing. I'm a fan of Florence and the Machine. Yeah. But why Florence Welch and so Martina strange. McBride? I have so many thoughts and prayers about this. Um, <laughs> prayers. <laughs> um, for, uh, Florence doesn't make any sense, but I knew who everyone was except for Martina McBride. And, and they didn't need to announce everyone else's name except for her. Didn't know First of all, why did they have to do Florence like that and be like, okay, we're all going to wear black and not tell her? Yeah, that was uh, weird. What, what was that? That was very weird. My other thing is, too, like, the way that they were not blending in no. any way, shape, or form together, you could clearly they tell weren't that even this trying was thrown together. To. They weren't. Somebody Just in the comments of the video I saw literally was like, the Avengers could assemble something better than this. And I was like, you know <laughs> that's <what>? funny. <laughs> I feel like I just, they didn't, they didn't do well in terms of picking voices that blended. Like, Yolanda no. Adams and J-Hud and Christina Aguilera. Maybe. That, makes that sense. would have been good. That, yeah, makes, that sense. makes sense. But Flor- like, Florence is great, but she is not. She can't, she's she not a soul singer. Well, no, she, she has like that weird vibrato-y like breathiness to her flutter, voice. It yeah. makes it no yeah. sense with Aretha Franklin's music, nor with anyone else's voice in that whole group. Exactly. But that's the thing. It's like I feel like Florence is a good vocalist and singer for the mm-hmm. type of music that she does. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't yes. make sense putting her with other very soulful and R and voices. And I think she was big that year, and that's why they wanted to have her included as well was as Martina Dog McBride. Days over out that year? Is that it? Yes, oh, okay. but um, I just want to know Miss Franklin's thoughts. I mean, <laughs> have you guys ever heard the story about when Fantasia met Aretha Franklin? No. So she was backstage at something she just performed, and Aretha goes, I don't even know if she said anything else, but she goes, and just remember, I'm the bitch who sings around here. <gasps> and that was it. And like Fantasia loved Aretha Franklin. Obviously. But like, She's probably like, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to know her thoughts on this fucking Florence Welch. Like, uh, yeah. it was Even so... Martina McBride. Martina McBride is the one that I'm like, I'm just really confused. Yeah. I'm just really confused. Yeah. Well, while why? Florence didn't sound good with like, you know, meshing together, at least I she feel could like hold if... her own in her solo. Martina McBride was literally say, sounded yeah. pitchy. I was like, girly, yes. this is not for so you. I was going to say, if maybe Florence did like a rendition of a song that more so fit her voice and her style, but I feel like it, it still would have been Did respect no. fit her style? I mean, don't get me wrong. She was singing on key. I'm talking about like, it, let's say if she did like but, a Spotify single where she did maybe a more folk version of oh, an Aretha yes. song. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And she did hold her own in that solo that she did, but there, it just didn't it blend just when all blending. five of them were singing together. It yeah. didn't make sense. You know what cracked me yes. up, though? During, I think it was during Martina McBride's, her solo, um, uh, what's her name? Florence and Yolanda Adams were singing back. And Yolanda just said, you know, Florence, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I got the backups. Don't worry about, don't worry about did it, she sister. Really? I mean, not in like a mean way, I don't think, but just her voice just her came voice out so, so much more. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, I was trying to pay attention to all the things that were happening when the soloist was going and someone else was doing something. There were just and too during, many things happening. During Christina's, um, uh, what she's saying, Ain't No Way, mm-hmm. <laughs> J Hud was like hitting the beats like right next to her, but like her face was very like tense. What the hell and I have a feeling. 
And I, I just have a feeling that she's like, oh, God, get me out of this. Yeah, get me out of this. Absolutely. Like, I'm trying to look like I'm interested. And I'm like, yeah, girl, go off. But I just love at the end <laughs> when they're all just singing together. And then you just hear Jennifer Hudson like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And it's well, just I, like so chaotic. Yeah, I literally <laughs> took notes during this whole performance and I said, J-Hud said healthy placement. She said yes. healthy vocal yes. placement. Yes. Oh my God. It was just, it was so buttery mm. and nice. This is just me. But moving her. forward to an Aretha Franklin <laughs> tribute worth talking about 2019. Let's get into Yolanda Adams, Fantasia and Andrew Day. What a performance. Like, why couldn't they just do that from the beginning? <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't be they that hard. They blended so well. They each had their moment to shine. And I yes. love the parts that they picked to sing. Fantasia went fucking off. As she, should. as she should. And God. they look gorgeous. I mean, the outfits, Yolanda Adams' dress. It's that's uh, it. indescribable. That's it. Like, it's just... Like, the three of them together, even just, like, reading it in the doc, I, like, kind of started getting lightheaded. I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. just the talent, the talent that they had, wow. It's so amazing. There was another, because uh, I just kind of went on a Aretha Franklin tribute um, okay. rival, and mm-hmm. there is a BT Awards tribute that also includes Cynthia Erivo. Highly suggest you take a look. Mm-hmm. I think I know the one that you're yeah. talking about. I yeah. love Cynthia Erivo. Yes. She can sing. I oh. knew about Cynthia Erivo before she blew up. Hot take. Oh, I tweeted at her once, and she responded. <laughs> oh, amazing. So I claimed her before everyone else That's just fair. sang. You have her. We love to see it. But I love her. She's so good. She's yeah. so talented. I'm sure. See, that's it was, what I like, tried to do with the vamps, and then they didn't just they didn't just like didn't blow up as much as I expected them to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a tribute worth talking about. Now we have this other shit show of a tribute. <laughs> Which one? Motown. Uh, okay, okay, so if you're doing you're doing a Motown <laughs> tribute, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the first person you're gonna fucking call? Not Jennifer. her. <laughs> you're gonna call Jennifer Lopez. That's who. My thing is okay, what I watched it in full for the first time because I didn't watch the Grammys that year when it came out, but I remember Twitter going off about it. Oh my god! My thing is, her performance as a performance wasn't that bad. As a performance, there was nothing that I was like, "This is downright absolutely disrespectful." It but wasn't disrespectful. Was it gen- like she was yeah. trying. She, she was, was making trying. an effort, and I appreciated that, the, that. I appreciated the effort that she made because, as a performance, it wasn't a bad performance. But why Jennifer Lopez? There are so many other people that you could have called very easily. Exactly, and, and that's she was thing singing. Too. Do you Jennifer love Lopez me? Jennifer Lopez was singing oh with other God. black male artists when in she this was Motown singing. Tribute. Do why you was it love her? Me? Do you love me? When she was singing, do you love me? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's <laughs> it. That's the tweet. Um, I, I don't have many qualms with her performance, <laughs> although I do have one qualm. When she was singing the Jackson 5, shake it, shake it, baby. She was literally shaking her ass. I'm sorry, but I don't think young Michael Jackson is shaking his little ass <laughs> while he's true. singing that song. Yes. <laughs> she was like in You're her right. little leotard. I mean, I'm all for my like Puerto Rican queens as a yes. person who is also Puerto Rican, want to support, but I love Motown and that just soiled it. It was just not good. 
Yeah. And also, like, I don't think that J-Lo is the best vocalist there is. No. And that's another thing. Motown, Motown is all about vocalists. Yes. So why exactly. would you call J-Lo? She's a great performer. Like, if you want to have her dancing on the side, okay. Exactly. You don't have her I can support that. Yeah, but it doesn't, like, Motown was all about vocalists, specifically black vocalists of yes. that time. Thank you. Why did you think J-Lo was the oh, one God. to call? On the during Dancing in the Street, she literally was singing what's probably written on like the music notes sheet music. I swear yeah. to God, she was not doing anything fun, and that's. But the people the who polar opposite of the music notes sheet yes. music, yeah, literally like ding ding ding, <laughs> so bad. And then when they flashed to A Rod's face, I was just like cracking uh, up again. You know she I was lip syncing the entire oh, thing. Yeah, and even then, it didn't I didn't feel like she was singing most of it though. But her singing wasn't bad for J-Lo. No, that's true. For her. Okay, for her. I'll give you that. For J-Lo, her singing was better than what I expected it to be with how much she was moving throughout mm-hmm. the performance. Yes. But it shouldn't have been her. <laughs> We're going to finish on a nice note. Yeah. Lizzo's performance last year. Because uh, yeah. I Love You and Truth Hurts. Opening oh. up the Grammys. Oh, my God. As she should. Lizzo, wow. And I loved how she had black ballerinas because yes. especially when it comes to ballet like yes. black people are left out of the conversation so much because it's been assumed that the black bodies you know with bigger boobs wider hips stuff like that doesn't conform with how ballet is so a lot of black ballerinas have had to stop their careers at much earlier ages mm-hmm. than white people for those facts so the fact that she had black ballerinas on stage with her and all black orchestra behind her and just being the performer she is and the performance she put on. Like, my jaw was dropped the entire time. Oh, yeah. absolutely. What a superstar. And I love how she has people from all different shapes and sizes on the stage mm-hmm. with her, you know. And I love the Sasha Flute moment. Yep. <laughs> we love Sasha Flute. She's yes, just such a badass. And, again, a performer that just, like, puts her heart and soul into it. And you can totally tell. You know, I don't think I've ever seen a bad performance by Lizzo. Never. Yeah. Her energy is unmatched. That's the thing. Like, even if, you know, something mishaps or whatever, she never fails with the energy. And that's, I mean, I think that's the whole thing about performing. You know, yeah. You need to have that. Exactly. It's, again, dedication to the performance. Just another person who, and thinking through it all, like, you know, having people of all shapes and sizes. Because that's what she, that's what she is. Like, she yes. supports all of that. So, Yeah. I love it. What a I queen. Love I love her. Well, what her a good little note to end on. That was like all of our rewind. Yes. We're done with uh, rewind in the track. Now we're going to look a little ahead of time and okay. go through our predictions. See what you think, Dre, in terms of who's going to be winning this year. Yes. And we'll be back after this. And we are back. We are going to be going through our Grammy predictions for 2021. I know we talked about this earlier, but we kind of want to get Dree's take on the nominations. So I guess first and foremost, we will start with album of the year. Lyndon and I kind of talked about it. We want future nostalgia to win, obviously. Yes. Yes. Dual peep all the way. Slaps from start to finish. Uh, But we think folklore is going to take it. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't listened to Folklore through and through, so I don't really know. Me I haven't either. either. 
I've listened to everything up until I think Cardigan, maybe. But um, mm. I mean, it's it's a if Coldplay wins, I will throw a fucking fit. Oh, I well, really can't. Should, do that's it. out of the question. Same I didn't even Kurt know Swimmer. that they had a new album out until Me neither. But this is the shit that we were talking about before. They mm. could easily just pull that out of their back pocket and say, mm-hmm, "Yeah, Coldplay because white people." Yeah. yeah. You know? The only other like person that I'd be like definitely like I wouldn't be mad at if they won is Haim. And I don't even listen to Haim. I just know the lesbians love them. I love <laughs> I think it's pretty out not to shade, but Haim, like it's I think it's Oh, it's Haim. I think it's Haim. I don't know. I, I've never I, heard somebody pronounce it. So if I mispronounced it, I apologize. Oh, I mean, I don't think you're offending anyone. <laughs> I just <laughs> I think I've always pronounced it Haim, but I am notorious for pronouncing things incorrectly. Okay. So who okay. really knows? I also, I agree. I think Haim's wonderful. I also love Jacob Collier and his music is like if if it was going True. on like yes. actual musicianship, I would say that's who I want to win and who should mm-hmm. win. But that's my opinion. And he's has perfect pitch he like writes in wow. amazing music theory kind of style like mm-hmm. he, he oh my god if you just like look Very up technical. him on yes if you look him up on youtube he like explains how he like thinks about music and it's just magical as like, right, a musician now myself because i've never even heard of him like I oh didn't my goodness look- he has great tunes with tori kelly jojo and like oh, a couple we love them. Yeah. So yeah, no, but we, I think I, I think future nostalgia has the opportunity to win, but I think you're probably right on the folklore. Trend. I think it just has the numbers behind it, and I think a lot of people are raving about it. Oddly <sighs> enough, and also I think they're just going to sweep because it's kind of like uh, Taylor's comeback. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They're going to judge it up that way. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Moving forward, we fair. have record of the year. Yeah. We kind of decided that we wanted Savage by Megan Thee Stallion to win, but we think Billie Eilish is going to win in this category. Ooh. There are a lot of good choices here. I mean, you have fucking Beyonce, Doja yeah. Cat, Dua yeah. Lipa, Post Malone. I mean, it's not like this is a tough one. Yeah, I I agree with Savage, to be honest with you. I feel like it defines the beginning of like lockdown, which Absolutely. is why it should be record of the year. Everything I wanted is just, I don't, it's a great song, but I just yeah. don't think that it's something that it's maybe I just have I my head this that, out there though. Yeah. I want to go out on a whim and say I wouldn't be surprised if Circles won. Ugh, fuck Circles. that shit. I know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, I guess I so. Would, oh yeah, because they do love white men, and Post Malone is a white rapper, so they probably feel safe with him. <laughs> I would love for Don't Start Now to win. I would love that. You know, Black Parade. I would love to put one, but I think it's probably it. I feel like it should go to Savage. Or it's going to go to circles like with Taylor Swift with folklore. Mm. Yeah, I, circles I thought was like a million years ago. To be honest with you, I didn't realize it was like this year. Of Me the Grammys, too. But, but I, mean, I think maybe. I've just always heard it on the radio, and I don't even know don't what know. it sounds like honestly. Yeah. So what are you going with, Dre? I'm going with Savage. I'm agreeing with you guys. Savage okay. is just the the defining song of. Alrighty. Of oh, we love having synergy. Moving <laughs> forward, we have song of the year. We really want Black Parade to win in this category, but we yeah. think it's going to go to Cardigan by Taylor Swift. I feel I like mean, so I, much is going to go to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I feel like she's going to sweep. I just feel it in me bones that Taylor Swift <laughs> is going to sweep this year. <laughs> I mean, because we've seen it time and time again now, so I mean, I really, why not again? I really like her. I just really, really recently got into her music. <laughs> That's funny. But um, is it pronounced? Do you say her or do you say eat? No, it's her. I just okay. say her. Okay. I would love if her song won. 
Mm. absolutely but i just i mean that would i don't think would ever happen um, i would have to say again rethinking this i think it's going to be between taylor or billy eilish yeah mm. they really love their, their white ladies. White ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but do. i think like billy eilish besides her being white she's that very stereotypical nuanced artist that's mm-hmm. a bit more obscure and edgy you know what yeah. i'm saying absolutely yeah. and they love to go with that yeah, they're like oh we're doing yeah, something do. here yeah for sure even though she's like the number one artist in the world right now. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I'm so confused why If the World Was Ending is I know. the song of the I year know. other than the fact that the world ended this year. <laughs> yeah. Why is there an if there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <boy>. It is. <laughs> Moving forward, we have Best New Artist. I have many thoughts on this, but Dre, I want to hear. Oh, oh, it's thoughts. Chica. I'm sorry. Who is that? I don't know. Chica. Chica. So she's like a black rapper. Okay. Have you seen that video of like the black woman putting white foundation on herself (laughs) after Trump got elected and being like, Barack Obama, is that a spice? Is that like a sauce or something? That's her. That's Chica. I'll I'll look it up later. Wait. That is Chica. She started off as like kind of a content comedy like creator, and then yeah. she would post her raps on like SoundCloud and Instagram, and she blew up. And her music is I love Chica. Chica. I highly recommend her Tiny Desk concert. It's like one of the yes. best I've ever seen in my entire okay. life. Oh my god, we have the same birth. We we're literally born on the same day in the same year. Oh my no god! No way! Oh my! Yes. That's weird to like think of you two as the same age. Yeah, oh wait, okay. yes, I do know who this is. Okay. 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 I just haven't heard any of her music, but okay. Mm. Hey, birthday twin. We look so similar. Maybe we're birthday twins. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that could not be me. But um, wow, that's amazing. Listen to her song "Crown," one of my favorites. Okay. Yes. Crown. She is so good. I love her. She's up and coming, and oh my gosh. I don't know. I think she's great. Um, I have to why say, is Phoebe Bridgers? Bridgers? Oh my fucking god! Yeah, she's, she des- she, was a- she would deserve it. No, she was an artist like years ago. She's not but a new that's, artist. That's the thing. Phoebe Bridgers has been around for a while. I think recently, for some reason, throughout the pandemic, she has blown up, especially with the queer community. Yes, yes. absolutely. But I just don't think she deserves Best New Artist because she's not a new artist. Yeah. That's I just my be. opinion. I wouldn't be upset if she won, though, just because it's she's a not a new artist. Yeah. And like this is kind yeah. of her moment. I suppose. I don't know why. Like, I wouldn't be mad if... I have no reason. Phoebe, Chica... Megan the Stallion, Doja I would be Megan. upset with. But I think it's going to yeah. go to Doja. I think so, too. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Noah Cyrus's music is actually not bad. I have to say. Yeah, July is a good tune. Um, okay. Leon Bridges features on it in one of the versions. That's but good. also there's this, like, Best New Artist curse. I don't know if anyone's heard about that. No. Like, whoever wins Best New Artist typically kind of forget oh, about, uh-huh. like... Megan Trainer won Best New Artist and uh-huh. beat uh, Tori Kelly and James Bay. And then, I mean, we saw where that went. But, yeah. Okay, I so. don't hate Megan Trainor's music. But I feel like, because isn't it the opposite with, like, the MTV Awards where whoever wins Best New Artist for that, like, skyrockets in their career? Like, I know Khalid won that one year and then he blew up instantaneously. Oh. Wait. So maybe the Grammys is, like, they downgrade, but, like, MTV Awards, they upgrade or something. There you okay. go. Alrighty, so we think we're gonna go. It's gonna go to Doja. Yeah, yeah. Up next, we have best pop vocal album. We really want Lady Gaga. We yes, want to Gaga. show some love to Chromatica. I think there's a lot of competition here. It deserves yeah. love. I'm sorry, but Harry Styles doesn't deserve. <laughs> really, you don't think you Harry don't think so? That's a hot line? take. I know. Okay, 
maybe it's just because I'm a Nile girl and I'm a little salty because probably, he, he, probably. No, okay, it's no, definitely that. No, because fine line is a piece of art. Okay, I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. Okay, <laughs> Heartbreak Weather came out on March 13th. That is the day the world closed down. He was oh, meant to yeah. go on all of his, you know, yeah, he had like, so many things lined tour. up. Yeah, it's just so sad. And like his yeah. album is really good. Not saying that it's Grammy worthy. I really don't no, think I it really is. I really enjoyed Niall's album. I will yeah. give you that. Yes, it's good. But and Fine Line's also fantastic. I mean, I love a lot of the music, but like Watermelon Sugar is just like not that good. <laughs> but like Golden. Yes, I, I agree, but, thing, but I don't think it's the best pop Line, vocal album. I feel like it should have at least deserved a Grammy nomination. Maybe Best Pop Vocal Album isn't the place it should have gone. Yeah, I don't know. I Especially mean, because he's not nominated for like anything else. So I feel like they just kind of gave it to him just to give yeah. him one, if that makes okay, sense. Okay, that's fair. Also, maybe I'm also just salty because One Direction never got nominated and yeah. it's on the level. You know no, what I'm I mean? still pissed. I'm yeah. still pissed about One Direction. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not going to be upset as to whether it goes to Lady Gaga or Dula Peep. Same. I want Lady Gaga, yes. but I wouldn't be upset for Dula Peep. Yes, Same. I completely agree. And I love that Lady Gaga kind of went back to her roots, but in like a new way. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why Changes is on here. That was a shit ass album. Yeah. No one can yeah. no one can deny Lady Gaga her Chromatica 2 transition into 911. Stop. Yeah. So good. Anyway. I wouldn't be surprised if Gaga wins for Rain on Me for best pop duo slash group mm. performance and then Duo wins for best pop vocal. That's what we were saying. Yeah. And then we were also saying that I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor just swept in this category too. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's a very probable thing. I mean, folklore just blew up, so I wouldn't be surprised either. But I do like your take, Lyndon. I, I wouldn't be surprised mm. if Dula won in this one and then they gave rain on me to Gaga. I wouldn't yeah. mind that. I wouldn't but. either. I just just spread it out. There's so yeah. many different categories. Don't just give all of them to mm-hmm. one person. Exactly. Yeah. All right, up next we have best pop solo performance. Uh, uh, uh. We... <laughs> want harry to get this but we think it's gonna go to taylor i think i feel like yeah well why is cart i don't get cardigan why it's nominated but like there's other ones that i think that maybe absolutely i'm just saying i think her being nominated so much is kind of a hint that she's gonna i agree unless they completely rob her which they could do i don't think they're gonna do that but i don't think yeah i don't think they are and i why is yummy on here Talk no, about an insult. I was about to say that. I'm to sorry. every other single that came out this year. Seriously. Yeah. There are so many other good songs that came out this year that should have been on this list, I feel like. Yeah. Especially, like, where's Chloe and Hallie? Uh, they put their foot into Unbound the Hour. Where is it? That should have been nominated for Best Album. That should have been nominated for Best Pop Solo Performance, their performance at the VMAs of Unbound the Hour. Like, I have many questions. Also, would it be surprised if Billie Eilish won in this category? Same. Gonna put that out in the universe. It might go back and forth between Taylor and Billy. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. I, I, su- I support your choice for Harry Styles, though. That's what I'll say. Okay. Yeah, if they were to give Harry a Grammy, I feel like it should be for this category. Yeah. I'm just like That's angry, possible. but I'll be angry by myself. <laughs> no, Black and White should have gotten a Grammy nomination. Mm. Like, I completely agree with you. Yes. Alrighty. And then lastly, in terms of the categories that we mainly focus on, yeah. we have Best Pop Duo slash group performance we really want this to go to rain on me Absolutely. Lady Gaga i'm not gonna lie i wouldn't be upset if dynamite by bt that, i that agree with good. you there i wouldn't be too upset if dynamite won and <laughs> like, we think it's gonna go really in that direction good. i i would yeah. love what that would just like kind of do for the grammys and 
not the Grammys, but like the music industry and having a, you know, a K-pop band win. Yes. I think that's fantastic. Especially to like, Oh God, I was just gonna, I think I was just going to say that the song is really good, but the fact that this is the only thing that they're nominated for, I feel like they're going to get it. That'd be, I mean, I would, I would love if they got it, but I would also love if Rain On Me got it. Exactly. I do like Exile. Like that's one of the tunes I did like on Folklore, but another, another fun fact, which kind of makes me question Taylor Swift a tiny bit is that okay. all of her features that are male voices are mm-hmm. heavily featured. They have their own solo. And then like, the female soloists sing backup like the chicks that's what they're called right yes. yeah the chicks the chicks and uh Hiam are both featured on her albums and they do not have any sort of solo they just sing backup really? so i just think that's really interesting yeah um, oh because i don't just... listen to her so i wouldn't have ever even noticed that and now that i'm thinking has she ever done like a duet with another female no I mean, she, like, did the Bad Blood music video. I remember the Civil Wars for Hunger Games when they did Safe and Sound, but that was, like, Taylor's song, and they sang in the background. Yeah. Exactly. It's always, like, background vocals for females. But then, like, I think it's called something, the National something on Evermore. I don't remember exactly what. But, again, it's, like, a male group, and they're just not that good. But then they have Hyam on there, and they, on No Body, No Crime, and it's, like, could have been so much more of a bop for sure but for anyway sure. yeah interesting okay. so interesting. all in all this last category what are you feeling Dree? i'm feeling I, I i feel like rain on me i want to win but i would be really happy with dynamite winning but I, maybe i'm so, gonna switch it like dynamite would be my what i would want to yeah. win but okay. i feel That's like fair. rain on me might win okay. I'm, I'm gonna go the same thing i think it's Dynamite's the one i want to win for this one but I would be very happy and not surprised if Rain On Me won. For mm-hmm. sure. That concludes our Grammy predictions for this year. Any final thoughts? Just whatever is coming to mind in terms of Grammys, any of the people we've talked about? Nominate No Control, you cowards. <laughs> yes. Stop <laughs> hating on One Direction. Everyone Stop go- hating teenage girls. Yes, exactly. Everyone go listen to Four and Made in the AM and stream Heartbreak Weather on March 13th. We're going to give Kyle <laughs> that stream one year later. It's Make literally no a judgment on Put no judgment back on the charts. It's good. Put yes. it on the charts. That is good. If that is a good liked, one. What was that one that he was on the radio all the time? It was uh, Slow Hands. If you like Slow Hands, mm. you're definitely going to like No Judgment. No, I like the remix of Slow Hands, though. No, stop. Anyone know, know what I'm talking about? Yes. No. What? You I never like listen it? to the remixes. I only listen to the music I want to listen to. I'm very, very closed in. I do. I love a remix, but I just love Pure Nile. Um, yes. Would would definitely recommend um, Small Talk uh, yes, on his album. Yes, your mind. Oh, okay. Small Talk is the one where I was living at yeah. my computer. I was literally getting a little hot and heavy um <laughs> and by that i was just getting really sweaty um but yeah highly recommend everyone stream niles album heartbreak weather yeah everyone stream heartbreak weather it's good you'll <laughs> enjoy black and white if you like ed sheeran you'll enjoy black and yes white. absolutely and on that note thank you for listening to our grammy rewind episode thank you for joining us tree thanks for having me yeah, guys this is so fun wait this is such a good episode you had Amazing insights. Oh, thank yes. you. We loved having another fellow One Direction stand on yes. the podcast. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to tune into the Grammys this week. We'll be talking about it next week. And yeah, 
We'll see you guys next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>